Hey, everybody, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Mackey Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. We're with you every two weeks. Dustin, how are you doing today? Uh, really good, Bryn. Pushing tin. This is an interesting topic. Explain to me what pushing tin is. I immediately think of air traffic controllers, but I don't think that's what you're talking about today. Actually, that is what I'm talking about. Really? But yeah, pushing tin is, okay. uh, of course, the, the term used by... Uh, traffic controllers to, to move planes right through the sky. <laughs> yes. And uh, the, the reason I wanted to talk about the airline industry today and, and that sector in, in particular is because we have a um, huge uh, occurrence taking place in the Canadian airline industry with Onex, which is a big conglomerate out of Toronto, uh, taking over WestJet. And WestJet, uh, of course, headquartered out of Calgary, is something that uh, us Westerners are extremely uh, familiar with. Um, and a lot of people are very proud of it. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, I, I think uh, a company that evokes regional pride. And, you know, starting from one plane, uh, I think it was in... Uh, 1994, 95, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that time frame, to, to grow to, you know, a, a fairly large uh, international carrier. Um, with a great reputation, by the way. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and it, it, you know, really has given Canadians uh, an alternative uh, to Air Canada all these years. Uh, but getting back to the takeover, um, you know, Onex is buying WestJet for 31 bucks a share. Uh it, they're gonna they're gonna roll WestJet under their their corporate umbrella, and uh, we'll see what goes f- what happens from from then on forward. But I, I think this is gonna mean some good things for for Canadians, both from a, a competitive perspective, pricing, um, and 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 it's probably gonna be good for for Air Canada as well. Who are also um, going through a bit of a change with Air Transat, right? Yeah, you bet. They yeah. just absorbed Air Transat. So there's a lot happening in the, the aviation industry. Uh, you know, if you look worldwide, uh, the avi- aviation industry is massive. Uh, and I, I think in the next 20 years, they're projected to, to build out uh, some, something in the line of 12,000 jumbo jets. Uh, worth about $2 trillion. So the the economics of the industry are, are huge. Uh, there's some uh, direct uh, manufacturing facilities in Western Canada that employ thousands of people, uh, you know, for Boeing. Yeah, and then uh, Airbus bought uh, Bombardier's C-Series uh, jetliner, which, uh, you know, has confirmed deliveries and expected deliveries in the thousands of planes as well. So, uh, from an investment perspective, uh, the airline industry has always uh, been a, a terrible sector to, to put money into. I think it was Warren Buffett who who said famously, uh, "If you want to make a million bucks in the airline industry, start with ten million. It's it's, <laughs> it's uh, the old joke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, over time, it's you know, it's it's just been a terrible sector to invest in because you've got you know rising oil prices, which make it hard to do business. You've got um, regulation, you've got plane crashes. You've, it's very capital intensive. You know, you, you, you don't just uh, go, go to a, a, an airplane dealership and order four or five planes. It's, uh, you know, quite complicated uh, to get these, uh, to get these type, this type of equipment. Uh, not only that, but you've got the, the airport costs, you've got all the uh, s- sub-industries, you know, catering and, and, you know, luggage management. So 
It, it's not an easy sector to make money in. And, and Dustin, also we've had the 737 MAX problem with Boeing where the planes have been grounded for such a long time and they're hoping to get those planes back in the air in the new year. But there's always going to be something with the airline industry, is there not? Oh, without a doubt. And, and the 737 MAX, that, that's having a direct impact on, uh, you know, a lot of the corporate earnings out there. Air Canada just reported a weak quarter be, because of that yep. um, directly. So... Uh, but what's interesting, Bryn, if you look uh, worldwide and, and why I'm, I'm starting to, to look at the industry again is really only about one in five people have ever been on a, a plane on the planet. So when you think about that. Really? Yeah. And that that's a, a pretty hard stat. So um, if you think of four fifths of the planet, uh, you know, have the ability to fly in the future for the first time, uh, it, it's a massive um, demand number. So uh, just, just in China alone, they're in the process of building about 5,000 airports. And to give you the scope of that, you know, we, we've got uh, places in Canada like Brandon, Manitoba, Lethbridge, Alberta, uh, you know, Burnaby that have these smaller regional airports uh, for 50 or 100,000 people. Well, in China, those cities are 500,000 or a million people, and we've never heard of them. Uh, it's true. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, the last stat I read in, in terms of future uh, oil demand from the aviation industry is it's going to account for 30 to 40 percent of, of future demand, uh, future demand growth, I should say. So that, that's massive. And, uh, you know, when when we're looking at such a large industry, um, I, I definitely uh, want to make sure that I'm pounding the pavement to see what kind of opportunities I can drum up for clients uh, in that regard. The other thing too, is that airlines are finding new ways to, to basically serve communities. Air Canada and WestJet for the most part have, have been on the hub and spoke where they've had Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, Montreal, and Halifax as their major hubs and everything else is kind of fed off of there which probably doesn't make people in Winnipeg or Edmonton too happy, but it's just kind of the way it's gone. That's good economic sense though, is it not? It is, but what, what we're seeing on some of the, you know, the cities that have been neglected as the uh, airplane, you know, components become lighter and the planes become more fuel efficient. Uh, the companies are able to uh, start routes in some of these cities like uh, Edmonton has started uh, the route for, for instance, to, to London and to Amsterdam. Um, Winnipeg, I think, f- had had some direct flights to uh, to Dublin this past summer. So we're, we're starting to see more of a choice for, for travelers. And I think that's going to, uh, you know, of, of course, uh, provide some investment opportunities going forward. So you like the direction the airline industry is going. And, and the funny thing I always laugh about is that we in Canada are very easy to dump all over Air Canada or WestJet because our luggage didn't get someplace or they, you know, there was a an issue with the weather or whatever. But every time I keep reading all these international publications, both Air Canada and WestJet are in the top 10 to top 15 constantly. Yeah, w- without a doubt. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've actually never been uh, an investor in the airline sector. I'm starting to look at it now. Um, I, I think that with a lot of the consolidation that's taken place, these companies are, you know, the airlines are almost getting to oligopoly businesses where there's uh, very few uh, competitors uh, to share the profits. So I'm thinking that going forward, it might be uh, a good sector to, you know, to tip tiptoe into. Uh, and, it, you know, 
combine that with the fact that we we probably expect uh, uh, a, a lower uh, price spectrum on some of the commodities like oil that the airlines depend on going forward, uh, just because of technology lowering the uh, the exploration costs, basically. So it's it's a sector that I'm I'm looking at. I'm following. Uh, I haven't invested in thus far, but it's certainly uh, getting very good consideration. Well, I certainly have your attention. So that's interesting. Interesting indeed. Hey, thanks for your time today. Pushing ten. I I love it. I think it's a great topic. And uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brent. Hey, before we go too, let's tell everybody how they can reach you. Your phone number. 780-905-7729. And that email address is? DLamontang at MackieResearch.com. And as we always say, if you'd like some more information, make sure you give Dustin a call. You can also check out their national website, which is MackieResearch.com. And the other thing we always, always tell people is that uh, it's a reminder that the markets and financial numbers do change frequently. So what is said today by us can easily change by later today or by tomorrow. So always make sure you check in before you go too much further. Dustin, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brian.